Welcome to the Stacked Supplement Podcast, the premier source for supplement news and reviews. Welcome to another Stacked Supplement Podcast interview, and I have with me today uh, another longtime friend, and uh, Drew Peters, who, yeah, if you've been in the industry, you know exactly who this man is. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, man. It's good to be to be back. I think we've done one before, like a couple of years ago. It's been a minute, but it's always nice to, to catch up. We and- did. And uh, see what the latest developments are. Always interesting topics at hand. Yeah, we were. I think was the it was the last brand you were with. We were um, was uh, Dragon Farmer. Mm-hmm. I think and right I think, when I started there, we kicked it off with the podcast. Yeah. There. Yeah. See, we you joined there. I was like, perfect time. Let's get them on. And then I saw Alpha Line. And I was like, but it was around Christmas when you joined. So I was like, I'll, I'll put it off. I'll do it next year. I'll do it sometime next year. It was on my list of, of people to chat. Um, so yeah, how how did the how how did the partnership with Alphaline came about? Because obviously, it's you you don't always stumble into these things, but like I'm assuming you knew the people beforehand, and you might have talked to them previously. It just happened organically, um, where Jordan and I connected, and I said, "Hey, you know, here's kind of kind of what I do." And at the time, without even kind, of, actually, multiple paths happened here. Is I, re- I reached out and spoke with them at mutual interest. They happen to have a need for what I do both um, on the R&D side, as well as, of course, uh, supply chain, uh, a few things just to kind of, you know, bring on that person on the ops side of things. Um, and then happen to say, hey, you know, I'm just happy really good. These are things. And now I'm working content, just kind of continuing what I've always done. But it's interesting because the need for it arose. And um, another mutual friend of mine uh, was literally, you know, they, they brought, that subject came up of what I do, not even me remotely. And they're like, you need to talk to Drew. And it's funny, they didn't know I'd actually already but you know talked to yeah. uh, Jordan and another person, same thing. One of my friends, all same thing, like said, hey, you know, because like same time, when you're looking to hire somebody for like certain roles, you tend to have people pop in mind, hey, okay, person may be a good fit, Drew. It turns out that I think two, if not three people before I'd even like talked to them or had even organically had like brought my name up. So it's kind of interesting that I had actually had my own conversation with, with Jordan and it ended up being like an amazing fit. I'm like, Hey, there's your signs right there. It's just kind of meant to be type thing, but it has happened completely organically. And um, yeah, it's been an amazing fit so far. I will say though, it's um, the first time I've worked for a brand that was hundred percent remote. And the interesting part about this is that, you know, even though we're 100% remote, it's one of the most organized um, brands that I've been with, which is relieving for one. Um, and two, it's actually very fascinating. You know, you have to be on your game all 247 because like, you know, without the one-on-one inner office stuff, you know, you have to just be super organized, but we have a good system and it works and it's very refreshing. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Cause I think um, I'm trying to, I'm pretty sure it's, is Jordan that I know, I think, and he lives in, pretty sure it's Jordan, maybe it's someone else. I know one of the guys doesn't live in the U.S. or didn't live in the U.S. at some point. Um, um, it's uh, Jordan, who's actually originally from Australia, but he's actually out in Colombia right now. That's uh, it. Yeah, yeah, Medellin. And then uh, the other co-owner, co-founder is uh, Troy. He's actually out in currently Las Vegas. Um, so those are the two, the two head honchos that uh, started off line and got us to, to where we are. Yeah, so because in I think it was it was pretty much that around this time last year that the brand bought on what I thought was one of the really the coolest things I had seen. And I, I'm a fan of limited stuff. I'm a fan of not as your limited stuff, but consistently limited. 
like I've seen a lot of brands set out and say things like, we're going to do a limited fire flavor every month. We're going to do this. And it doesn't always pan out and it's not an easy thing to execute. And I feel like they learned that after the fact, but Alpha Lion, yeah, around this time last year, said they were going to be doing two flavors, one each for a different pre-workout every month moving forward. And I mean, you came on in December, so you were eight months later, but I mean, that was that that is that as challenging as it sounds because as I've seen some brands try it and they just tell me it's and especially with supply chain um if things are unpredictable how how has that been and how have you guys you've just you've to be honest you've seamlessly incorporated it into the brand like it's just it just happens now um, well, the, has that kind of shifted uh, things up um honestly it hasn't it's not a huge deal the key there is that uh, we tend to do things ahead so we just say hey, we know for a fact we're going to have this make sure that we know your deadline for ordering flavors so we can communicate that with the co-man the hey plan april for the third of each month roughly um we're going to work on say for i'm already working on the stuff for may and june release and i think the may ones are like 90 percent already selected the ones for example really actually i lied the june ones i'm already i'm almost done with the may ones have been locked in and ready to go and the labels are already ordered um, for the for the May launch. So we just always make sure to plan ahead for it. We kind of do a set quantity just so also too we, you know, in our mind it is a limited edition and it truly yeah. is. It always sells out within two or three days. And now people just kind of expect it. Um, it yeah, is interesting yeah. though, it does get to be challenging if you're doing like two products along with two different flavors. Like say, okay, we're gonna do the superhuman extreme in one flavor and the superhuman pump in another. And I'm like, damn, can, can we pick, uh, you know, can we pick one flavor for two products so that they can stack them? But, you know, and I don't mind the challenge is interesting. And then the only caveat I have there is like, you know, people do like to mix them together. So do we worry about making two flavors combinable or we just say, hey, you got two offerings? But we're, we've tried both ways and both have been well received. But it is, you know, challenge logistically because it is like you always are always ahead of time in terms of the R&D for flavor development. It just has to be. So um, previously, a lot of that was done, you know, on the, the co-man level, and they've done a great job in-house on the flavoring. Um, but, you know, now that I'm here and more involved, you know, taking some of the initial setup stuff off, um, I'm going to finally uh, jump back in and start doing a lot more hands-on in the flavor chemistry. And in that sense, I'm probably going to head out to the flavor house put on some lab gloves, spend two or three days, just knocking out stuff and maybe make, you know, five or six months with the palms in one setting, you yeah. know, just to kind of be ahead. So, hey, here's your, here's your watermarks order here, locked in, those are good. I don't have to worry about it. And I have the supplement facts done and the other ingredients who's got designed the labels and it puts it on, you know, the, the autopilot for me. The, stu- the stuff that you can't, well, you don't need to be there in person for, you know, get it all done, knocked out. Yeah, it's, it's just like I said, it seems, to be honest, like you said, you're extremely organized, um, I guess that's pretty much the only way you can do it. And I guess that's probably how a lot of these guys have ended up just kind of falling behind a bit. And because like I said, I said a few brands attempt it and they've either faded out or died off because again, two flavors or one flavor for two products, that's more along the lines of what we've usually seen. Just because like you said, you buy uh, the pump and then the, the um, Supreme and you can stack them. You guys went the different route, and sometimes the pre-workouts that you uh, launch them in aren't even stackable. They're just <laughs> different different pre-workouts in their entirety. So, I, yeah. like I said, it's been very impressive seeing it being executed as well as you guys have. Um, but most importantly, or most recently, 
you rolled out a a whole new pre-workout um for your limited monthly flavors with the superhuman sport um the more kind of performance uh, endurance really hydration focused uh, pre-workout was that something you kind of spearheaded was that already there when you were in the works before you got there or is it um yeah is that something that's kind of just popped up recently it was one of the very first projects uh that jordan and i discussed you know he i think he'd had it in the back of his mind for a bit or just sometimes when we like the nice part we're very nimble if we think of something we want to do we have um a great partnership with our co-mans and i'm just once again i just get stuff done if we need to develop on something hey i'll get it done let's put it in the pipeline this one came about organically saying, hey, you know, what about maybe like a, a sport version of, of a pre-workout? You know, the only downside I think of sport is like, is there some of the negative connotation to it? Because yeah. in food, drug, and mass, it's been watered down so much, you know, with, with psych or sport. Not, sport. This isn't a bash. It's just. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't think it's like a bash, but they're notably yeah, like just, lesser versions. Pre-K mm -hmm. sport was another one. Yeah, I Mr. Hyde series. Yeah. yeah, it was it was made for that that FDM budget consumer. So yeah. that's the only downside of sport is that first it just kind of got um, associated with the cheaper yeah. FDM brand, and so that's not a negative thing. It's just like where the name kind of went. But the thing is, that's why initially, oh, it's a cheaper food drug mass version. Like actually, no, this product is more expensive than most pre workouts out there, and just the name itself is really because it's made for sport that's why yeah. we made a name that way um for a different emphasis but it came up um so i go hey you know sport and i'm like okay what are you thinking i'm, I'm thinking here like either we made a low stem like a, about the equivalent to about a cup of coffee at 83 yeah. milligrams of total caffeine i was even initially considering and proposed well why don't we just do you know stem free but you know like a little tiny bit of focus is what we kind of ultimately went with and from there like hey what do you want to be okay focus on on a creatine free, another interesting challenge, a way of supporting ATP and power and strength output, training endurance is a good place to put in the adaptogens, um, lactate buffering type things, so a different angle. And I think that was just really exciting. It was the first, literally the first product that I formulated when I came on board. Um, and here we are. And now that we have the final thing starting road meets the road, this is the first one dropping April 3rd. Um, and we're just like, hey, let's be really ambitious. Not only are we doing two limited edition flavors, we're doing it in a new product. And then the yeah. state flavors will be coming a couple weeks later. So it'll be a permanent um, pre-workout. It's not like a limited edition pre Yeah, I, I, assumed, I yeah. assumed that when I saw it, I was like, I wonder if this is a limited time product. And I was like, there's no way that Drew's kind of put hard work into this and they're just going to be like, oh, we won't use it again. <laughs> I I just assumed that. I, didn't, I wasn't certain. but so, so it kind of went from December to now. You in development that was that was you're right that's that's pretty fucking nimble that's <laughs> that's and a quick the, turnaround honest this this one's been done for a minute like the flavor and this one's been done about six weeks it's just literally finalizing the other parts that you know because we have a very thorough and and um intricate uh marketing aspect of it as well as you know this the logistics of it so we're on the game and there are some very tight deadlines just because we hold ourselves accountable on this and everybody's yeah. everybody's on their a game like if something is not lined up i hear about it i have a project manager that's very um adamant like saying hey i emailed you this morning but where's this now i'm like well in the last three minutes it's um done this <laughs> she's great and that's to her credit that's why you know we, we have everybody working in, in in sync here but now that the stuff you know kind of you'll know, had stuff planning where stuff is going to hit frequently like i, yeah. I can't 
spill too much, but no, no, yeah. if you have this dropping April 3rd, there are other, you know, staple versions coming later the month flavor-wise to be, you know, the, the evergreen, they call it flavors, the permanent flavors. Yeah. And in May, um, we have three SKUs hitting, uh, three, not one, not two, three SKUs. Is that for the limited series or is that just... They will be staple. They will, I, I can say they will be... No, no, okay twos of some of our current products which are very highly anticipated and i'm very excited for these um and it'll be in a big way because um you know we're expanding some of the the channels which we're selling in i can say that and it'll be kind of lined up with that um but later this year um there will be at least not counting goals for formulations i have two other products that are getting in a v2 upgrade you know kind of a, a refresh and on top of that um three more unique SKUs in terms of pre-workout. I won't say what format. Um, we're also doing a couple more potential unique SKUs in a different category um, that I'm very excited for that takes a little longer to develop. And then already right now, I have two more SKUs in a new category as well. So there'll be at least uh, six to seven new SKUs, new category, new products altogether. And then on top of some of the V2 stuff we're working on. Um, but it's been a very ambitious and aggressive R&D pace so far and like yeah. it's, it's very exciting you know I mean again you've been there for four months and you got all this planned out and, and rolling out that's um that's not a lot I'm assuming the v2s are obviously the the popular products from alpha line because mm -hmm. I, I think Correct. I've seen them tweaked stuff before but um I'm assuming with the v2 moniker they're going to be some pretty big uh pretty big reformulation then again I know your approach and so my guess is one of them has to be a, a beast of a pre-workout. I'm just guessing. I don't know. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. Um, well, I can say this. I mean, they're a V2, you know, of the pre's. Um, yeah, well, I think that's not super surprising. I think it's actually yeah, been yeah. That. I will tell you what I did to them, but the key is, you know, I didn't have to re That's the beauty part. The real reason I made it attractive to come to the brand is that there's not a lot of things I had to, quote, unquote, like fix, like the, the, the formulas were solid coming in. I was yeah. like, damn, okay, I like this. And then given the, the runway and the um, means necessary and cogs to make some of these really cool things and utilize some of these new ingredients um, has been very refreshing. And to that credit, you know, the, the V2 of the pre's will be very special. Uh, once again, it will be a mind blowing, shockingly massive change, but I think when you look at, okay, I like the approach we took here. We kept, you know, the, 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 the key core of the car, but, you know, made in those upgrades. But then the beast part of it, yes, that is something else in development. And I, I don't, we haven't decided on a release date, but to your point, the massive, just fuck you pre-workout, yes, that is formulated. It's just a matter of, okay, when do we want to release it, the timing of it? And also, you know, so you don't cannibalize some of the, the main SKUs either. It will be a more yeah. expensive product too. Like when I say more expensive, it'll be, it'll be up there, but it'll, my hope is it'll be something very cool. And I always hate using this own word, even though it's something I'm working with game changing, but a very different and unique pre, that was the whole goal. I, I, hate copying anything I, I hate making the same damn product as like you know six of other brands i purposely go out of my way to make things that like hey you know if you all you go from point a to point c what are the stuff or d whatever it is what what points are you taking along the way to reach your final goal because that's how i put this i think i did the same thing on the last podcast i'm like hey what does your pre-workout do? Oh, it helps support energy, focus, strength, endurance, and an overall recovery. Oh, cool. What does that pre-workout do? Well, uh, that brand helps you increase your energy, focus, strength, endurance, and yeah. recovery, right? Like 
but how you achieve that goal is the beauty of it. You know, that, that's kind of the approach we're seeking. And that's why, you know, it's fun to do some of these different pathways per se. So the, yeah, I like the, I like the word fuck you. I don't, I mean, I don't need to use it often because I try and keep the, the language nice and appropriate on stack, but I like the, the, the description. Is it, have you noticed, and I've noticed this a lot since, I think it was since C4 Dynasty, not that they weren't around before then, like you had those big fat pre-workouts, 60 bucks, 60, 70 bucks, like the upper tier. But since C4 Dynasty, I, I get the sense that it's made it okay, or not okay, but just more acceptable to have a pre-workout that's in that price range. And since then, you've kind of seen some of these brands that were already in that price range become more popular, become more acceptable. And then you kind of had pre-caged uh, elite, I think was a, was a kind of a nice sign that bigger brands are willing to do the fuck you thing, which I think is cool because like, again, not to sound too vulgar, but like the fuck you of a gym or the fuck you of a cage is very different from a fuck you of an alpha lion. But when you get down to that $30, $40 price range, you can't diverse, can't be too different. Mm. But when you start getting up into that heftier price point, you get much more diverse products. You get a, a, like a better difference. There's more separating them. Um, have you kind of like, was Alpha Lion interested in doing that? Like just because they had, because I know Alpha Lion's pre-workouts aren't, you guys got a great range. You have from from low all the way up to mid to, to pretty high, but was this kind of spurred on from that with like this rise and I guess people interested or was it just like a natural progression? Like, look, we've done pre-workouts at this point, this point, let's go blow the lid and do something Drew style. Uh, there's a combination of those things. I mean, it's funny because like when we were even working on this, like this was some right immediately out of the gate in December, like, what about, you know, the, the premium pre? I mean, there's a lot of things yeah. that we wanted to do in the revisions that just simply wouldn't fit cost-wise. Even not just supply chain, but in general, some very expensive pathways, I think, work in synergy. So, hey, I mean, man, if I got this permission, then why don't we make that premium product, you know, the, the super stacked ridiculous just because we can type thing without over engineering the wheel and you know I, I don't even care this isn't bashing a brand this is just stating in general for example a very specific product that released yesterday at the price point it was that's a 20 serving pre-workout when i see a product for that much money um make it fucking different like to me i'm like great you're paying I think it was like $65 for a 20 serving pre-workout where I'm like, okay, there's so much stuff in here that you don't need. Like you could have made, if you're going to spend that much money in cogs, like make it something different. Like I don't, I'm, I'm amazed people are hyped for a pre with six grams of aminos. And when you look at the rest of the profile, like, wow, you add an extra 500 milligrams of beta alanine, you novel motherfucker, you, oh my goodness gracious, I've never seen more betaine and hydrous, you add an extra 500 milligrams, and then like the, the cult that follows this particular product is like, oh my god, it's amazing, I'm like, wow, you're pumped out 300 milligrams of caffeine and alpha GPC, like, and Hooperzine, like, man, this shit's been around forever, I mean, I'm glad in your cult just rock you crawled up from under that you got some new novel science, but it's like, well, it's expensive because there's a lot in there, which is cool. Yeah. But when you start having the, 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 the pre-workout level approach that of like, say a protein scoop and how much is in it, like, damn, that's a lot of actives. And you look at like, okay, it's a, it's a good product that it's cool. Every other ingredients in there makes sense. But like, 
do you really need six grams of aminos? Like you could have took that cogs and done something different in a really cool way. And that's the thing is like, they're probably noticed too. And this is, you know, it is what is. It went from the the stimulant wars, like who can put more caffeine in the pre-workout? And now it's like the citrulline wars. Who can put the most amount of citrulline in one pre-workout? I'm like, shit, man. I see like brands at like 10 grams these days. I'm like, man, how much? I've seen seen the 12 was the most. But see, I think it's it's kind of to your point about when you get to that, like you can add your personality to it. I think people ask me about the product that I think you, obviously everyone knows. Um, and they were saying, you think you'll, you think they'll drop the BCAs? And I said, I don't, I don't think so. I think that that product built such a solid following over the eight years it's been available. I was like, they're not going to remove the BCAs. They want to keep it familiar and they want to yeah. step things up. And I, and I think, like you said, like when you get higher up, you get to bring more personality to it. So it's not surprising to me mm. that they did more of what the original was. And I guess it, it's it's sixty five bucks, but it's in the realm yeah. of their original, which is like forty two, if I remember correctly, or forty three. I think it fits with their fans. Like, if you're a fan of the first, you're gonna love this because mm-hmm. again, it's there's not many pre's that put BCAs yeah. in there, um, and the creatine is is also a very uncommon inclusion in a pre these days. But they kind of stepped it up, and I, I I liked that. You know, again, you you given a sixty five dollar price tag. I'm sure as shit you're going to put out something completely different but that's what i kind of like about that premium fuck you thing like because that pre is not going to be like anything else that's going to roll out and i have yet to see something like it um and like i said if you've loved the original i see no reason why you're not going to love that just just out, just and he's built that following for eight years it's and it's the same with you guys i think once you bring out this fuck you pre-workout it's if anyone who likes any superhuman, I think is going to love this one, hands down. But then I also get when you get to these more, I wouldn't say like newer age, just like yourself, like more, I would say, like I don't like to use the word hardcore so freely, but they're more intensified approach where, like you said, you're breaking things down. You're trying to do this and you're trying to do that. I get the sense that a, a fuck you pre-worker from Alpha Lion will be able to like sort of take aim and compete with others in that price range because it's like there are brands similar size and alpha line i think has always walked that line where it uh was kind of in that intense market that hardcore space as well as mainstream and i really get that came along over the past year with um the big focus on the flavors and uh, the expansion or the won't say expansion but just the broadening of the superhuman branding because you guys really bought over i think it's pretty much most of your supplements weren't they renamed superhuman and then just kind of strengthened the superhuman name um with that being said have you guys obviously flavors have been huge with you limited edition month to month stuff has a collaboration kind of thing ever popped up with alpha line because it just seems like a prime thing but i know that some brands are like no nah, i'm not touching it some brands say yeah it, it with your ability to pump flavors out so quickly and so organized i have to feel like it's a question worth asking it is um so with that being said i will say one last thing and then we'll move on past because this is an interesting thought and just make it very clear that wasn't once again i'm not bashing that product came out like it's very solid it makes sense it has oh, yeah, sorry. i'm yeah. cool with it it's just like to me like 
personal preference is like I would have done something very different. Yeah. Again, most of my things are different, which is why I do what I do. But um, the other thing I will say, and to your point with that is in terms of changing things is because when you do something different and this is, I've seen both the good and the bad, even with my own work on my own, you know, hardest critic on things. I take things very personally when anything in the brand happens because I know my name's associated with it. Like I, it has to be buttoned up. I mean, your face, your face exactly. is out there in a lot of these brands. For example, you have to, even though like to me, I'm like, okay, it's the same thing everybody else does. Sometimes you have to do some of those things. Like uh, Ben of Priceplug gives me a lot of shit on this. You know, okay, Mr. Mr. Anti-Citroen here. I'm like, you know, I just, it's just, I'm so sick of seeing the same thing. However, it works. It's a key ingredient. You have to walk that line between recognizable where the consumer will understand it. Because there's a massive difference between somebody looking at a product on the shelf, looking through it and getting like, okay, this, I recognize this, this looks, this looks solid. I can't be in the store with every person saying, hey, this is what this, 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 this does. That person's probably buying the product. Damn, that sounds awesome. Like, this is really cool. Versus a Curtis or Grant, if they don't recognize a lot of it, then the customer, they, they may not understand it's enough to validate that more expensive price point. Yeah. That's the thing. You may paint yourself in a corner if there's too much different where they don't understand like what it does. That is one thing I think we had a issue with when I released Hide Icon back in 2019 that it was very different. But then there's so much of it where people are like, damn, look, okay, I haven't seen most of the stuff in a pre before, at least in our space. Like you're putting natokinase and SD, uh, NSK SD40 in a pre, like, I, I don't know what the hell that is. You know, so you have to walk that line in the balance. But back to the, I don't know, fast forwarding here, um, just to clarify that. You know, according to Flavor Collabs, this, this course has been a topic of discussion. Um, I think it's really cool if it makes sense in terms of uh, what your overall brand structure is, your marketing and the volume for it. It does add an interesting wrinkle because, you know, when you start licensing flavors too, um, it can add some other handcuffing, some restrictions. Yeah. It does extend your timeline. Because right now, if we release a limited edition flavor, we're, we just need our sign off. You know, hey, we like this. We're going to brand it. We're going to rock it. Boom. For example, I'm just pick like a random thing. If like uh, Ghost did that, that long awaited collab with Oreo, for example. Yes. Like yeah. you're talking about working with a major, major, major brand like Nabisco, the red tape. The, the legal, the fine tooth combing, every little bit of that is going to be analyzed to the dot of every single eye. And yeah, you can do it, but that's something that's a lot more planning. If you want to do it, you can't just say, hey, we're releasing this. Oh, it's April 1st. Hey, you know what? We're going to release an Oreo flavored branded pre flavored protein in, in, in uh, September. I don't know if that's going to happen because it doesn't seem like that would be something that you're just going to call up to Bisco and say, Hey, can we license for it? Yeah, go ahead. Put yeah. on a label. <laughs> See, there's all that backstory. They're going to analyze your business. Like, do they want to associate that brand name with your, with your product, um, your revenue? What's in it for us? So why would we license you this flavor? Okay, cool. We're cool with that. Now let's see your labels. Now we don't like how the brand is represented on your product, you know? You have you kind of have to give up a little bit of that control um, in order to, to use that, you know. But you then at the same time, you know, like walking down the, to the like use this analogy here, you could have two amazing flavors. You could have the same cookies and cream flavor, exactly the same, change nothing about it, set it on the shelf. Hey, we have a cookies and cream. I don't even know like whether what's an off-brand Oreo, whatever cookies and cream, and you have the Oreo on the shelf. And I, I use this analogy to walk down the ice cream aisle. You could have two ice creams identically the same sitting in the box side by side. If one's like say 498 and the other one is I don't know, like 396, yeah. 
Chances are the customer's going to reach for the Oreo. Like even though it's the same thing, they're going to grab the Oreo for a little bit more because I know that name. I recognize the name. I want that flavor. Even though the other one next to it may even be better or a little bit cheaper, people are going to go with what they know, you know? So it's always interesting. You're, you're paying for that name and I'll be completely backtrack side thought. I have no idea if that's how much ice cream costs. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I can't no. tell you the last time I've Just, gone and bought a quart of ice cream. But we'll, 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 we'll focus on the meaning of it, not, not the yeah. specifics. I was like, man, where are you buying ice cream for four ninety eight? I I eat like enlightened or halo top if I if I do ice cream or I go to like a local you know churned cream. Yeah, not a, you could guy. be spot on. You maybe miles off. I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. See, that's the stuff I have to worry about. Like, man, was the pricing accurate? I don't know. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yes, yeah, I think it's a good. I've thought exactly what you're trying to say there, but I've never really kind of put it out there because again, someone could make. A collaboration with i don't know twix or mars bar i mean sorry they have flavors out from the candy company in the uk but you could partner with some major candy bar then you could do a flavor that's intended to taste like it and the flavor intended to taste like it may actually be better mm-hmm. but because it's got that familiarity on the label it's got the branding it's got the picture that the company's licensed you're gonna drift to that one and you may never even get to taste that other one Mm-hmm. So I, get, I, I kind of get your point. And I know a lot of brands that are like that. It sort of said like our flavors taste amazing. We don't kind of feel, I guess it's more like you'll be paying or licensing the reinforcement of how good you are. Like the name and the authentic branding might actually just get your flavor out there more than the flavor itself. It was just called chocolate candy bar or cookie crumble or whatever the hell. I kind of like that way of putting it makes a lot of sense and it kind of because i mean the collaborations have been around i guess for about three four years now and they picked up a bit last year i think when diamatize came in and cellucor seeing two big names do it was a bit of a a bit of a change um but i think it was i think that's an interesting way to put it Damn. i don't mean dick but the the diamondized one really isn't that impressive or that much of a stretch they're owned by the same company i mean you literally walk down the hall or call your other off and saying hey yo what the diamond side of things yeah. my post. But see, I heard fruity pebbles uh, cereal protein. Yeah, go ahead. See, I heard that too, but then I was told that even though they're the same company, much like you said, like they were so separate that they were still like going through everything with a fine tooth comb. They said it was as if we weren't even related. Yeah, you have to be. You have to be, man. When you're moving that that size of volume for like that that's certain brand, then it's like I here's the thing that amazes me and their analogy here insider stuff people are like oh my gosh i learned something new on the, on the on the podcast i you know once again in the relative scheme of things no matter how big of a brand you are in our industry supplement wise compared to some other industries and the volume of product oh, race drop in yeah. bucket i i would personally love to see this like and i'll explain why like in a day just walk into a warehouse of how many boxes of just for example fruity pebbles are in the warehouse at one time and okay <laughs> Okay, so this football field-sized warehouse, how long does the cereal last? Oh, about two days worth. Like, holy shit. One of my most mind-blowing experiences I've ever had, which is just maybe because I'm a nerd like this, I thought was fascinating, okay? Um, for example, when you run energy drinks, once again, I know some of the others are, oh, but the volume's different over here. You don't have to do that. Okay, for example's sake. When you yeah. get carbonated things, right? That play you're talking carbonated space is another animal, right? um previously working on a carbonated product the moq was um roughly like sixteen thousand cases or so 
per flavor, you know, 200 some thousand cans of individual, right? And you're like, man, yeah, well, we got this massive PO. You walk in with your laps flared out, like, mm, yeah, well, we'll work on our PO today. That's awesome. And you go to the, the carbonated can company and you walk in like, oh, hey, guys, what's going on? So we think we can make some time for you guys on our line. Um, but yeah, yesterday we ran 252,000 cases. The day before we ran 271,000 yeah. cases. I'm like, what? And you're like, that's not 270,000 Cans. Cans. That's 270,000 cases of a product. And they're making this, this was in April, they're preparing for summer. And this was an alcohol brand. Okay, so I'm like, that is insane. I would just, and so that's even like, not even a majorly known, well it is, but like not, it wasn't like a Bud Light or this massive, massive, massive like beer brand. This is like, you know, like a more of a novelty niche brand. And I, the imagine, volume they were yeah. doing, I'm like, I would love to see like how many cans of Pepsi are cranked oh, out in a day. No way. Because, you know, It'd like, be ridiculous. I, I it. Well, it was when I had Jack on the podcast a few weeks back and he told me he was talking about how he has to justify if he brings out a new product, he has to better justify mm -hmm. offset in his current line. He says they produce 300,000 cans a day. And even at that amount, I was like, flaming shit. That's a, that's a fuckload of bang man i was like i mean i know like you said you were saying close to three hundred thousand cases but i think energy drink is closer to our kind of space and even sports nutrition to energy drink that's a huge difference and i think mm -hmm. like you said it's sports nutrition specifically is we think we're huge and I, I know we like to i've met so many people when i talk to them and i'm just like holy shit and like when you hear quest going for one billion you're just like oh okay and what BSN and selling for years and years back for not even close to that. Like it just gives you a sign and BSN was a beast back then. And just knowing that drastic of a difference can happen and they sell bars and chips. And then you hear how much extra money or revenue they bring in when they introduce just one new product. It's mm -hmm. you're like shit, like pre-workouts are badass and we're jacked and all that. But like Nick, when you get closer to mainstream, like, tiny protein snacks and low sugar snacks shit just gets real and you're like okay so we aren't that important we're cool though i like to think we're cooler well think of it this way okay so to your credit here um i think it's it's safe to say they've reached that level of notoriety um quest bar as you're talking you know the billion yeah. but think of it this way you know there, there it took how long did it take and I, i'd also recognize you you're not here in the states so this is from u.s perspective so it may be a little different from distribution which is cool is that you know these days you can walk in anywhere typically like whether it be walmart gas stations anywhere you're going to see like maybe one or two skews of quest bar on the shelf like most places that they, they carry quest bar you know but even then, like how, think of this way. Okay. Now there's still places you go in like, oh man, they don't have it. Right. Oh damn. They don't have, I still don't have this. Right. So even how big they are, please they'll still have it. I challenge you this, everybody listening, I'm giving you a challenge. If you can actually make it happen, don't be a smart ass. Oh, I went into this place, find a place that doesn't sell Reese's cups. Oh, dude, it's... Okay. So what does that matter? Why is it? Why are you saying this? Think of how massive yeah. that distribution and that reaches and how impressive that is like you know they joke about in commercials this type of shit that i think about as an r&d person and a supply chain person i'm like like you know the, the, the commercial like they're so popular you probably buy them at a bank i'm like 
You know what? You probably could. Probably like, I'm, I'm sure you could go into yeah. like, you know, Chase or and they have like vending machine or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it is impressive to get to that level of volume and things like that. That's the type of stuff that I think about. I'm like, man. It's, yeah. It's, I like, uh, I always end up watching those shows where they show those things like distribution, how we make this. So, and I'm just like, but then I guess it's coming from the sports nutrition space. You always feel like we're, the underdog trying to get even close to what like i got a protein snack but like i fucking deserve to be five shelves down from this candy bar but then they Mm -hmm. relegate you to the vitamin aisle or something so you always feel like you're on the back foot because you don't have sugar and you don't have Mm -hmm. high calories and it's so i feel like the the best quest can do it was just cool to see like a brand like that like yeah man we got fucking protein bars at the airport like like I know it's jack shit compared to everyone else, but you're like, yeah, that's fucking cool. It People is kind it of. Is. It's just I don't know. It's it's it's. I see what you mean, and because candy, coke, that stuff, just I don't even want to imagine spending money on Super Bowl ads just because you can, kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Not even promoting a product just for fun. Like that, Jesus, that's the stuff that blows my mind. Is this is this that? And this is, is I just find things fascinating. You know, I try to expand my horizon beyond just my space. And people say, oh, the it's the same thing kind of as sports nutrition, right? And like, no, it, it's not even close. Like, mm-hmm. are you talking like, for example, like I do all these things for the brand that I, you know, I'm at because I'm skilled in many areas and it's great and I love it and I'm very good at it. But like, understand something. If you go to a brand, even like, for example, back to the diamond tie example, if you're like at that brand for how much volume they do, like you simply don't have the bandwidth as one person to do all of those things. Yeah is how massive it is or if you're like an R&D scientist like Pepsi PepsiCo for example you're not going to be working in all these different channels you're going to be working on probably like one. one thing yeah what's your job I'm the guy that makes sure that the, the tabs on the cans are aligned correctly yeah. like because you can't have errors in that size of distribution it's just massive it's interesting you know the smaller the brand the more hats you wear and that's where I thrive. I love that type of thing. Because if I went to like a massive, massive brand, you know, like I, I'd honestly thought about this, like, hey, you know, years ago, where do I see myself? Be like, oh man, what well, if you work at like, you know, a big, huge brand like, like Diamond Tires or Clambia? I'm like, I'd probably be bored, you know, because yeah. like, I, I don't have as much creative freedom. That's where I thrive. I, I, I hate doing, you know, the same thing. So that's why I love, you know, especially working with like, say, Alpha Lion, the, the, the ability we have to work, you know, at that team level we're at to just hey if i need to talk to the ceo and we have an idea we chat about it that same day we're like hey what do you think about this cool let's get it rolling and next thing you know hey we're rolling this out in two months let's do it I'm like you have you have an impact you, know? you have a, you can you can kind of exactly have an impact make a difference but it's like i there's a brand there's a retailer out in europe called body and fit and they make their own brand their own line of products and I have, I think it's three or four different contacts uh, and they're the product development team. Mm. So one works on bars, one works on sports nutrition, one works on, I think the other, I can't remember the other one now. I think one of them was more like more advanced sports nutrition products. The other one was kind of health and wellness. But like you said, that company is pretty big considering. And, um, you know, that's not one person working on the entire lineup. That's four people developing different products for different areas and one may not know what the other one's even doing or trying to align with it so it's like you said you want a brand that's you can kind of reflect your personality in. and i think alpha line is kind of a 
and you've been to the big one you were in proceps you were in dragon farmer and i think that was a little closer to alpha line alpha line just seems like a good place i think a great fit for you to like you said you get to do the fuck you pre-workout you get to tweak some things you get to, you know you got sport rolling in three four months which is next to unimaginable with a lot of companies i don't think that's a concept to release is never usually happen in three to four months even with some of the smaller brands i don't usually see that especially with supply chain it's yep. manufacturing is 12 to 16 so yeah man i think you got you got a, a great fit and i kind of like your approach like you said it's when you set your sights on reese's for example not that you're going to reach there but when you like when you realize how big they are and you're making like a fuck you pre-workout for alpha lion it's like i just keep chipping away i might exactly and when we can get uh make a product that you know makes an appearance uh, i don't even know like on tv or something that'd be kind of interesting but it's kind of like this you know the last the comment i'll make there is you, you even when you see like um there's like posting there's random stuff you know like uh like they have like the job descriptions for things like that. It's like art is like um, carbonated beverage scientists, flavor enhancement application scientist number two, right? It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, VP of science. And I cover the, the role of three people, which is great. It's like comparing like, um, this is a great example. You'll love this shit. Like men's products versus women's products. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a, this is a, uh, I didn't, okay. So I didn't give a shit because I don't know about makeup. It's a, uh, uh, so ladies watching, listening, whatever, roast me on give a shit. It's like uh, like black and gray mascara for your left eyebrow, waterproof, zigzag 95, 18 kilo. I don't even know. I come down like an audible and football to like a Mac makeup thing yeah. versus men. It's like three in one bot, three in one product. Wash your hair, your face, your, your body, your, your balls, and the guys leave in conditioner. Like, you know, it's like it's so specific versus an all-in-one. You know, I, I love the that's the thing. I had that discussion with, with my wife when I went and bought shampoo and I was like, I just grabbed the big black bottle. <laughs> I was like, she's like, did you check what type? And I was like, it's black. It's great value. I like the color nice. and it's yeah. the shampoo. And you look at the woman's and she had like curly and straight. And I was like, what happens on nights when you straighten your hair or you curl it? Do you switch shampoos? What's going on here? Like, what the fuck's... And, but like, she goes through, checks it all, checks the brand check. And I'm like, I was like, dude, just grab the best value one. But it's like you said, it's it is. specifics. But that's, that's, that's a great, I love that analogy all the time. It's, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I, I, I invest in, I like good things. Same time, I'm not going to like, oh, the shampoo is $135. It comes from the Middle East with the finest herbal botanicals. I'm like, bro, I don't give a shit about that. I, I, you know, from R&D side, I'm like, hey, what serves a purpose I need? You know, I got a good specific conditioner and shampoo. You have your beard on point when it's like apparently now part of your personality. It has to look proper. You know that stuff. I'm like, hey, I take my time and I, I'll, I'll, I'm not gonna lie. I'll Google like a best men's, whatever. You know, at the same time, like, bro, I'm not paying 150 dollars for a fucking beard ball. I'm like, get out of here. You how you're high as a kite? Like, no. But you know, I have some very specific things, and you know, I do some shit from wife. He's like, how many things do you need for your beard? I'm like, it's a beard wash and a beard balm. Is two things. Why are you buying what? I've seen your makeup counter, babe. <laughs> to your makeup point. bags makeup cases yeah exactly yeah, like five lipsticks just just use two i know but this one's for this I mean, i've literally never seen you wear that one i know but it, it has to be a certain in kind case of it's in case it's, it's in case or I, i've heard that a million times it's in case of this day and in case of that day and so you know what fuck it that makes you happy 
but then it's the same if I'm like, uh, I need a high stem pre, then I need like a performance pre for my days. I want to really push things. And when I'm tired, I need like this, or if I'm going to gym at night, I want a low stem pre. So she looks at me like, you're just as fucking stupid. It's just a different, it's a different case. No, ladies, no, actually do. There's some ladies out there do the same thing. And that's cool. That's why those ladies get bigger diamonds like wifey, you know, like <laughs> I do multiple pre-workouts because I never know what I need for that day. You know, some days <laughs> I'm feeling sick, juicy fucking pump and, uh, and I'm dead. So I need the stims and the pump. Some yeah. days I just want to chill and have a sick, you know, wired pre, you know, it's the same. It's, it's the same thing. It's just pre-workouts <laughs> and supplements are more important than makeup. I think it's, you know, well, I'm just going to say, you've already been bitten by the by the Drew Peters bug. I don't even know what topic we're on because we've gone on so many goddamn tangents aside from anything. I suppose, not, like I knew where we, were, where we were, but now that I think about it, we are talking about makeup versus supplements and I don't know where we started. I had a point, the Reese's, and then it kind of segued. But yeah, but now really there's nice. just people listening. We'll, we'll get to this point and they'll do the same thing. They'll be like, man, that made really, and then we're going to say this and they'll be like, how the fuck did we end up here? But I, I, I can't remember, but I suspect that gradually it made sense. It does. And it does. And I think hopefully everybody listening at home, hopefully you took something away from today's podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Or many things or nothing. Or the, you know, if you got to this point, thank you anyway, regardless of whether you like it or not. I appreciate you spending the time. And well, uh, now we're going to the secret code for winning $1 million. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, at, at, at that note, man, I, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll cut it off here until next time. And, and I have to I appreciate you stopping in and taking the time and chatting. Um, and yeah, it sounds like there's a lot more to come from Alpha Line and well, plenty more to come. Yeah. I will wrap it up too. I just want to make sure, you know, we, we give a shout out here where shout outs are due. Once again, first and foremost, thanks for having me as always. It's always great to catch up. I know you're a busy man as well. Um, again, Cyber Info, I mean, you and I have literally known each other, even when we were somewhat competing, like my, my submarineviews.com days. I've known you since uh, the early like, 2010s. It's been over 10 years, I think. 2013, 2014? Yeah, when I was at SR and you and I crossed paths, and I know it's been we've been knowing each other for about ten years. So yeah, then thank you for for having me. And two, um, the, what we do at Alpha Lion is much like a credit for the formulas and this type of stuff. You know, since coming on board, I wouldn't be able to do what I do without the amazing team we have in place. Like everybody on the team is as outstanding what they do. I have an amazing support system um, to back and let me give me that platform, you know, to, from Jordan, the CEO, to Troy, the co-founder and the content, he goes out and crushes it. The project managers, graphics team, marketing, our customer service, everybody is on point and makes it possible to do the things that we do. It's not just one person. We have a fantastic foundation and team. We're continuing to add layers to that. And I also make sure that, you know, for everybody listening, this isn't, hey, Drew's running all this cool stuff here. I have, I have a lot of help. You know, I just want to, that's the thing too. People forget that. Like, yeah, guys, like I'm, I'm one person, but these guys were successful before I came here. Yeah. And now my goal is to take it personally and to help us go to that next level. And I'm very thankful for that platform. And, you know, that's why I take it personally or man, I'm not going to disappoint people because these guys were already crushing it. And now I'm part of that. We, we have to take it to a whole new level yeah. and we are. So I also give a shout out to my team and, and uh, thanks to, you know, Jordan for bringing me on and letting me give me the keys to something that's very successful and it's on right, you know, so that's been, that's been very cool. 